And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Welcome to the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes, and we'd uh, love to have you tuning in, and we greatly appreciate all that you're doing. We're experiencing an uptick in calls lately. People reaching out, want to know more about what's happening with the real estate market, what's going on with my credit scores. Uh, all of our 50-plus show partners, thank you, our radio and TV show family out there. And the way that you can connect with the show is on our hotline at 813-750-0550 is our Consumer Advocate Hotline. Call or text that line anytime. Any questions as well, hit the website, consumerqb.com. You can see links there to all of our partners, our on-air expert contributors. And I'll tell you, you know, I've got the latest stats right here in my hand. A lot of the same. Low inventory, not much happening on the inventory front. It's staying the same. Down, low inventory right now on the real estate market. And also, forbearance numbers are lower than expected. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, we've got Diane Vance back on the show. Diane, welcome back. Hey, good to be back, Brandon. Mortgage expert contributor, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Also, Ray Hall going to be chiming in as well. Ray Hall Appraisals. Hey, thanks for having me back. Looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. And rounding out our show, we're going to have Richard Alexander, attorney Richard Alexander, in studio uh, in the uh, second half of the show. So we've got a great lineup for you. I want to give a quick shout-out to one of our show partners, our expert contributors uh, in the area of COVID-certified cleaning. It's Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. And we will urge you to reach out to them. They do a great job cleaning our real estate properties. Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. It's a woman-owned business, local business. Again, you're supporting the local economy by supporting this show. And they're also COVID-19 certified for infection prevention and control. Follow her on Facebook at Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. And they are offering $15 off for any radio family listeners out there that call our hotline. So we would love to connect you with Jade and her team, Jade's Premium Quality Cleaning. And, yeah, we got a great lineup for you today here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Before we do, I want to touch on a hot listing. This is a brand-new listing to the market, 6128 Oak Ridge in uh, Port Ritchie, Newport Ritchie. This is Oak Ridge Avenue in Newport Ritchie. This is right on the river, so you've got bay access, waterfront home, over 4,000-square-foot home, four bedrooms, four bath, br- uh, right on the river. you got your own boat dock. Bring your boat. Enjoy the jet skis and boating out there and old Florida setting, beautiful property. And also, you know, check out all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, so let's kick it off with Diane Vance here. We're talking about the mortgage industry. It's super busy. We're blessed, as we say, to be that busy and, and to have jobs and to not be one of the, you know, the unemployed laid off uh, categories. And you're hiring right now, I hear. Yes, we are actually hiring underwriters, processors, closers, uh, loan officers, assistants, uh, loan officers. Um, I'm very blessed to actually work for a company that has been voted um, the number one company to work for for the last five years, maybe six years now that I think about it. Um, Fairway is an awesome company. We're an employee-owned company. Um, we're in the top five in the country. Um, we're known for speed to response. 
Um, and that's, that's, we try to do things fast. We try to get things. I have a team behind me. I'm not the only one, even for my personal production. I have a team that actually helps me, um, get the loans done quickly. Um, I always talk to the customer up front. And, um, like I said, we're very blessed to actually be as busy as we are. And, um, you know, it's definitely an opportunity for, uh, folks out there if they are interested in an awesome company to work for. And we, we will even train. So I just hired a closer that works for a builder and uh, we're bringing her in and uh, so we're all willing to train we're we're looking for good people to actually um, you know work with us um, but Brandon I know you that you uh, you had talked about forbearance numbers and forbearance numbers are better than expected meaning that people that and we're actually seeing uh, the forbearance that were on credit reports they've actually people have went back to work and they've actually um, taken their loans out of forbearance so um, now if they defer their payment, they need a three-month history of the payments being uh, paid again. But um, we're seeing those numbers, like I said, they, they're actually better than expected. Um, and today, uh, the Fed chair actually spoke this morning, and he's going to let inflation kind of take its course because they're actually finding that it's a global economy and inflation really doesn't have a lot to do with a global economy. So he's not going to cap it. If you remember in the past, um, you know, and we all have to change with uh, economic times, right? So um, in the past, if, if inflation ever got to a 2%, that was kind of like their cap, then they'd start increasing interest rates. Well, um, it seems that Jerome Powell is kind of middle of the road, which is a good thing. And he doesn't feel like, um, you know, any increase, I think he said till 2024 is what he's somebody projected. Wow. Um, I don't think it was him. I think it was one of the other Fed chairs. But um, now that doesn't mean that it's, it was one of the other like Atlanta or Dallas or somebody like that. But um, it doesn't mean that um, they will always be zero percent. But it's going to be pretty close to zero for a few years. That is not. That is not what the mortgage rates are. Mortgage rates are not at 0%. What that does help is that helps the economy. It helps, you know, equity loans. It's, uh, it helps overnight bank lending loans. I mean, it, it helps commercial loans. It helps, uh, you know, a lot of different things. It's, it helps, uh, you know, prime rate is 3.25. So there's a lot of confusion out there. I know I got an email from a customer that said, hey, I see that because my, my, uh, I do a newsletter. And if you'd like a newsletter, just, you know, go to Brandon's website and I'll add you on. It says, you know, the, the Fed funds are still 0%. And I had a customer come back, you mean I can get a mortgage for 0%? <laughs> no, can't yeah. get the mortgage for 0%. But interest rates are so low. And that's the reason that we have so much activity. Um, I was just listening to CNBC today. Um, and um, the uh, it was a national number in July, the the, the home pending home sales were up 20%. And that's for the national numbers. Some areas were 13%. I didn't catch what Florida was. But that is the reason because interest rates are extremely low. And, uh, you know, they're planning on staying that way. But, um, you know, people, well, I think a lot of people are also relocating. They're moving correct. from a lot of the, the cities that, ha that are allowing 
the civil unrest, which is, you know, some you look at CNN, they call it a peaceful protest. Well, it's not very peaceful with the videos I'm seeing on Facebook no. and YouTube and some of the places. So I think there's a mass movement now away from the big metropolitan areas to the more suburban and rural areas, Diane. And that's what they that's what they said, actually, on this report was that they're seeing that happen. Not, you know, not only that, but also COVID. I mean, people are start starting to rethink their lives. Yeah. And rethink of what do they, you know, how do they fit? I mean, everybody has to kind of have a shift of mindset. So you you sort of have to look at your own personal, you know, I mean, I, I my husband and I, you know, we're like, hey, maybe we want to think about a condo when we retire or something like that. Maybe downtown St. Pete or something like that. But after COVID, it's like, you know, maybe I want to stay in the suburbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially so, some of those, some of the bigger cities where, where they're allowing these things to happen and they're calling the police off. They're saying, no, don't go in there. Let them let them pull down the statues. Let them, you know, it's getting a little bit out of hand when you look at that. Um, before we yeah. let me reset. Real quick. So if you just joined us, we're talking with Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage, longtime friend of the program, uh, local lender, our expert contributor uh, and analyst for the Consumer Quarterback Show for all things mortgage and finance. Uh, we also have Ray Hall on the show as well. Uh, I wanted to go back to the uh, foreclosure or the forbearance numbers, because initially what the thought was is, oh, wow, we're going to have a flood of foreclosures. But here's some of the latest data that we have. This is from the uh, chief economist for First American. He says, uh, despite the federal foreclosure moratorium, there were fears that up to 30 percent of homeowners would require a forbearance, ultimately leading to a foreclosure tsunami. Forbearance did not hit 30 percent, but rather peaked out at 8.6 percent and has been steadily falling since. Diane. Correct. Yeah, so that's an interesting number. They they were thinking that it was going to be uh, the number has total totaled around four million for the first time since early May. So pushing right. the total. So yeah. So th- so what does all that mean? Well, that means I think what that means is that people because they did have the pass the CARES Act and because they did have income, so they had the extra income that they now. I, hopefully, with the you know because it it ran out. Um, let's hope our numbers don't change. But the reason is, is because there were a lot of people that still actually, so they understood what forbearance meant. They understood that I'm going to have to either make up those payments or I'm going to have to modify the loan or, or increase my payment for the next 12 months. So I believe that most people ended up, I mean, I had several calls and I would explain that to them and they're like, okay, well, I can afford to pay my payment. I'm going to go ahead and do that. So I really think the forbearance, uh, that's the reason the numbers were so low because they did have help. And um, so they did have income. They weren't down to whatever the state unemployment was. And I think that is a lot to do with why the numbers were not, thank goodness they were not as bad as what they thought they were going to be. Um, and I think we understand now um, more than we did in 2008 about forbearance and foreclosures and, you know, how to actually, how to do it right and how to get people, because nobody wants somebody's home. It's just, that is not a fun situation for anybody, the banks, the lenders, nobody, and yep. especially the buyers. So um, that is not good for anybody. So it doesn't well, it's good for the, the hedge fund, the, what they did yeah. back in 08. It's good for the hedge fund buyers and the billionaires and the multi. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's what they the, did. That's not, the, that's not the people that we should be helping, yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> right. So, that's exactly so, right. Right. So I, I, I really believe that's the reason the forbearance numbers are down. Um, you know, I, and, um, 
that's my personal opinion, but I, I've listened to some folks and they believe the same thing. So, um, you know, a lot of economists think that, um, so it's a brighter uh, future than we thought it was going to be once we went into this COVID. And yep. um, so I, 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 you know, I really believe that, um, you know, that it's going to continue. I think we kind of have it right um, uh, you know, to help people and to actually, um, you know, not let them, you know, flounder and fall on their own. Right on. All right. Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Coming up, we've got Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, and he's an expert in all things value. Everybody wants to know the value of that land. What's the value of that commercial property? How about my residential home? Well, we're going to hear from Ray Hall and talk about what the appraiser actually does and how he does it. Also, We've got our feel-good story of the day. Taco Bell employee saves man's life in drive through Really cool story right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Don't touch that dial. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rhymes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. I'm a top 1% realtor in the United States with Keller Williams Realty, the number one real estate company in the world. We're looking for buyers, sellers, and investors that would like to work with our top team in the area. Reach out at ConsumerQB.com. Just submit an email form at ConsumerQB.com or give us a call or a text at 813-670-7372. Call or text 813-670-7372 and we will help you win in negotiations with your real estate deals. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here. I'm your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, former USF football player, played on the inaugural football team at USF. And a lot of times people say, why is it the quarterback show? Well, what we want to do is we want to be that quarterback. We want to introduce you to all of our expert contributors, make those connections with you, and kind of serve as the the metaphoric version of a quarterback in your financial life, your business life, and, and make those connections. We've been doing it over seven years now, and, and we're real successful with our real estate business. We rank in the top 1% with Keller Williams Realty. So we'd love to help you as on your journey in life. Anything that we can do to help you, reach out to the hotline. We'd love to connect. 813-750-0550 is our hotline, 750-0550. And giving a quick shout-out to the Bill Maher Beach Resort on Treasure Island, the official hotel partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, is the beautiful Bill Maher Beach Resort. Treasure Island, two pools on site, Sloppy Joe's Beach Bar and Restaurant, and just a great opportunity to have a good time down there at Clearwater Beach, uh, Treasure Island, St. Pete, the beautiful beaches of Tampa Bay. Hot places to 
just enjoy that vacation time. A couple of hot listings here. 2528 Appaloosa Trail here in Tampa Bay. This is a nice family-style home, estate-style home, large home. Uh, we got four bedrooms, three bath, three-car garage, pool home right here in Palm Harbor, one of the best areas in all of Tampa Bay, Palm Harbor and Pinellas County. Also, 8001 U.S. Highway 301 in Riverview. This is a sandwich shop that we've got listed uh, over in East Hillsborough County, 8001 U.S. Highway 301 Riverview. This is a sandwich shop with a separate building that's also rented out. It's a commercial opportunity here from the Consumer Quarterback Show, approximately 2,400 square foot. Great opportunity to own real estate right here in Tampa Bay. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals on the Consumer Quarterback Show. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Yourself? Yeah, man. Staying busy, blessed and highly favored, as uh, Les Brown used to say. So when you look at the appraisal process, a lot of people don't really understand, like, hey, what's this appraiser actually doing when he's at my house? Uh, yeah, I get that a lot. You know, I even, uh, you know, a, a lot of times if, if I have a newer realtor who's uh, doing the inspection with me, uh, they're a little hesitant to ask, but they always, you know, they want to say, you know, I don't know what you do to come up with that value. You know, how, how is it happening? And the first thing I tell people is you've got to remember the value of your house is driven by the houses that sold. It's really not driven by your house. So that's the first thing to realize. Um, you know, a lot of times also they think we come out there, we look around and we have that value in our head. Um, and it's unfortunately not the case that that's the easy part. So what we're doing is we're coming out to your home. We're doing our appraisal inspection and we're trying to determine what the condition of your house is, what kind of amenities you have, what's the quality of the construction of the house. Um, and, and just kind of the overall appeal. And what we do is we take all that data, we then come back to the office, and now we have to select our market area. Um, we have to take all that information from the MLS. Uh, we then kind of select what our most competitive uh, sales are, what's, what's the most similar to the subject. And then from there, we take our comparables. Now, the way the value is done is we adjust the sales price of those comparable sales against your house. So that's where the value comes from. It's not like we're just putting spot costs on everything in your home. We're actually looking to see how your house compares to the market, and we're determining the value that way. Yeah, yeah. So that's the sales comparison approach. We're talking with Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Now, when you flip it also, you go to income-producing properties. Do you, you want to talk about how that might happen? I think we just talked about one yesterday that I've got coming up. It's going to be somewhere around a, a million to $2 million dollars. Uh, right in Safety Harbor, uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's a potential. Uh, you got multiple units in this building. How do, how do you value something like that, Ray? That's a good question. Now, with a multifamily, you are going to go after that income approach a little bit more. Um, two methods they use. Uh, the pot, as you know, I'm a, I'm a certified general appraiser, so I appraise both uh, residential and commercial properties. Uh, the popular method in the residential way is to come up with a gross rent multiplier. In other words, they're just taking, uh, you know, the sale price, dividing it by the gross rent for the year, and it gives you a multiplier. Uh, and that's what they're assigning, how they get that value via that approach. Another way, and, and, and a, a very popular way in commercial, and I'm seeing it a little bit more in residential, is called a capitalization rate, um, where you look at comparables. 
and you look at their annual net operating income, uh, you divide that income by what their sales price was and gives you what's called a capitalization rate. Uh, so then you have to estimate your uh, your income, multiply it by that, uh, that, or I'm sorry, divide it by that rate, and then that's how you determine the value. Uh, income properties are a lot more uh, involved than, say, just your single-family home. Now, with residential, they, uh, a single-family residential, they don't put much weight on that income approach because that lease is what we call short-term. It's usually only one year out, so there's really no value to that lease because that income is going to end next year, and we don't know where it's going to go from there. Uh, the income approach is more applicable to um, properties that have long-term leases like commercial do or that have, uh, like we were talking about, numerous units that will be occupied and bringing in income. I can't wait to ask you about this question here, speaking of commercial. More and more businesses doing Zoom, more and more companies saying, hey, do I really need to have 30,000 square, you know, however many square feet? A lot of people are saying, I'm looking at content out there and people are saying, hey, this commercial industry is going to change. It may not ever be back to the way it was pre-COVID. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that? Uh, you know, I, I agree with it. Um, but, you know, the thing about commercial real estate is you know, they can change it for something else. Um, yeah. You know, you may not have people going to the office, but I have a feeling that these shared office space areas are going to become more popular. Um, I myself, I run my business out of my house. I'm at home every day and I've thought about going to get a shared office space just to get me out of the house. Right. Um, for everyone living or uh, working at home now, you're finding that you're just, you feel like you're always at work. Um, and a lot of these office buildings can be converted to that type of space. Um, so, you know, you may see some, uh, uh, you know, now investors going after maybe what was once, a you know, some type of office space, um, buying it, renovating it, and then just renting out the individual spaces. Right. Um, now, is that going to happen quickly? Probably not. Uh, I think the whole COVID needs to settle down a little bit and people need to feel more comfortable. Yeah. But uh, I, I do expect to see uh, more of that shared office. And, uh, you know, it, it, it would, it'll be a real interesting dynamic with uh, real estate. And I think it'll bring a lot of opportunities to investors. Well, something else to think about as well is some of these behemoth, you know, Amazons, the Walmarts, uh, with companies uh, like Sears. I saw one, I think it was Sears, that went out of business at a, at a strip mall or at a, uh, a regular old school mall. You know, they're mm-hmm. taking over those places and making them a distribution center. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I uh, because, you know, when, you, when it comes to a distribution center, you know, they're going to have to have that. There's no way to get around needing the real estate for that. Uh, that is more of an industrial use, of course. Um, but, you know, something like a Sears would be perfect for that because it's a huge amount of space. Um, and there's not many interior partition walls. So it's a pretty easy conversion to, uh, right. you know, a warehouse or a distribution type use. Uh, but some of the other types of buildings, like I know Citibank just repurchased their uh, complex down off of MLK. And I know a lot of the city workers are now working from home. So th- those are the properties I'm kind of watching and see what happens, you know, in the near future yeah. uh, with regards to do they still need them or not. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Uh, we got about a mm-hmm. minute left. You want to talk about your owner's use appraisal? 
Absolutely. If uh, you're a homeowner, you're kind of just wondering where that 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 value is at. Maybe you're thinking of listing, and uh, you have no idea where that that's going to come in. Uh, I can come out and do what's called a restricted use appraisal. It's for your eyes only. Uh, it starts at $150. It's going to give you a certified value with my signature on it, and it's going to give you a great indication of where the value is on your home uh, to help you work with your realtor. Awesome. Sounds good. Hey, another great show uh, from you guys. Uh, Diane, thanks so much for being on, on there, if you're still on. Yep, uh, thank you. Absolutely. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisal. So you see, we've got our team. We've got you know all the best experts from different areas. You've heard William Crowley when it comes to our real estate team. So questions sometimes will start one way and they'll go a different way, but we've got the team to kind of answer those questions. Of course, attorneys, real estate attorneys associated here. So uh, Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, Diane Vance, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Great job as well. Uh, coming up, we got attorney Richard Alexander joining us here. Alexander Law in the house, plus our feel-good story of the day. Taco Bell employees saved man's life in drive through Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter, Consumer Quarterback Show page, and the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And we'll be right back after this short break. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. We would love to talk to you. Top 1% ranked real estate team here in Tampa Bay. Keller Williams Realty, number one real estate company in the world. A couple of hot listings here. 4209 Preserve Place. This is a end unit condo available in Palm Harbor on the golf course. Waterfront, two bedroom, two bath, two car garage, vaulted ceiling, spacious layout. Beautiful property, 4209 Preserve Place in Palm Harbor. Great opportunity. Now, here is a development opportunity. Attention builders, developers out there. 12208 Four Oaks Road in Tampa. This is a prime location. You're talking about Carrollwood in Tampa. Five acres for sale. R9 is the zoning. So you got the ability to build 40 units is what approximately you can build right here in Tampa Bay. We know that low, low inventory in housing residential properties this is a great opportunity right here at 12208 four oaks road in tampa and you can check out all of our listings at platinum mvp team dot kw dot com all right one of one of my favorite uh, expert contributors to bring into the show attorney richard alexander welcome back in hey, man. thanks brandon you know how much i love being here so thank you yeah man so it's great i i love how you come with these great ideas you do your research we've got some interesting content to talk about yes. very topical content uh, where do you want to start uh well let's start with what happened earlier to this morning which was at 8 30 there was a, a motion filed by the hillsborough county state attorney in front of judge nash christopher nash and pretty much is to exonerate Mr. Robert Dubois, I don't know if anybody knows, but literally it just came out a couple of days ago that 
uh, the Hillsborough County State Attorney determined that they had convicted an innocent man mm. way back in 1983, mm. which means Come he had on, been, man. yeah, which <laughs> means he had been in federal prison for, excuse me, uh, state prison for 37 years for the rape and murder of, of, an, of an individual, I believe Barbara Grams was her name. Wow. Uh, and she was left behind uh, a, a dentist's office. Wow. Uh, way back. And uh, he was convicted. And here's what I thought was one of the weird things. He was convicted on what they determined to be a reconstructive bite mark hmm. and uh, a jailhouse informant. Okay, now they had collected DNA from the victim right. and stored it away. And they didn't test it because they feel it would be inconclusive given the, the scientific you know, uh, background at the time. So they didn't think they could do it effectively, you know, and it would be introduced as medical, medical evidence or medical testimony. Right. So they just stored it away. Interesting. Okay. So that's what he was convicted of. And what's curious about that is that's how, uh, in the Ted Bundy case, that's how one of the convictions stood, was the bite mark on one of the students from FSU. Right. Because he had a tendency to do that, just you know, and he had a very distinctive bite. Yeah, and yeah. that's what happened with this case. And uh, yeah, the man was convicted on that. There was no other evidence. Wow. And yeah, how about that? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, watching that. Um, you know, well, first of all, prayers are out for the family of Robert Dubois. I mean, that's that's horrible for a family to have to go through that. Um, you know, thank God we finally got it right after thirty-seven years. I don't know. How that well, plays yeah, out? I mean, yeah, it's like it's, crazy. That's, that's my point, man. What do you do? Yeah. Sorry, and uh, good luck with your life. Yeah, did, you does know, he get any kind of? Hey, here's here's a fifty thousand dollar Kickstarter account. Like, what I, happens in that situation? <laughs> you know, I think, my I, bad. I think <laughs> he know? can petition the governor. You know, because there are caps. Yeah, how you, how much you can sue the state. Yeah, but I think in rare circumstances you can pet- petition Tallahassee in order to get something above and beyond that. Uh, but yeah. those have to be case. This would be a perfect prime case for that. Wow, interesting, uh, man. So this was the work of a one-year investigation from the Innocence Project, mm, the Innocence uh, which Project. is yeah, which is pretty uh, pretty famous, and the Hillsborough County State Attorney's Office. And one of the things I just found incredible is that they had secured the DNA evidence, and it was with the Hillsborough County Medical Examiner's Office since 1990. Wow. So it wasn't until 2019 yeah that they said hey maybe we need to relook at this case wow so think about that it's quite possible that this guy did an inordinate amount of time yeah because no one had looked into it before it just shows you too the other thing because i was mentioning before the show we were talking about my friend uh that that is a pilot now very successful published author flying around you know millionaires nfl coaches different people and he had a similar situation, wrongfully convicted, imprisoned, almost killed in prison. The story, we're actually shopping it right now. We're putting together a script. We're putting together a movie, sizzle reels. We got the whole thing going. Uh, but but same thing, you know, but he had to fight from within. He had to keep fighting, set up a website. Ultimately, the judge gets thrown off the bench for railroading not only him and accepting bribes, multiple other cases of that. So they revoked her license, revoked her uh, ability to be a judge. You know, it's... It's tragic. I mean, it really is tragic because I was once a prosecutor and I know about the conversations that go on, you know, behind closed doors and, you know, why they're doing things. And I, my, I knew at all times that the, the line, the, you know, it has to stop with me. Yeah. Because all prosecutors in the state of Florida are certified law enforcement officers. Mm. We, we carry a badge. Yeah. I did at one time. And I knew that no matter what, that 
even if even if someone uh, you know if someone is uh, railroaded or someone's rights are violated, I mean it's, it's up to me to right that wrong. Right. You know, and right. Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. But the other the flip side honor. of that, somebody doesn't have the the ethics that you do and, mm. and the, the will to find justice, whichever way it may be. Some of them, like you're hearing you're hearing rumors about, and not to go down the political side, but you got Kamala Harris, who a VP. You know, there's rumors out there, and, and I've seen different studies or, or podcasts about it where uh, she would do it just to win the case. Look, it's the win at all costs mentality is what exactly. you just what, I mean, exactly what you just broached uh, broached yeah. on, but. Um, I'm not sure what happened this morning at 8:30 in front of Judge Nash, yeah. but I can't imagine him denying the motion by the prosecution to release this man, and he should be released today. Yeah, actually. Yeah. So he'll be a free man. Wow. Uh, uh, later today. We got to interview him. We got to get him in here. You know that I think he would be an excellent person to talk to yeah. about you know what he went through. Yeah. You know exactly. Um, and I, I don't want to overlook, of course, the family of Barbara Graham's. Uh, who is the victim in this? And now, you know, they're going to have to uh, reopen this case. Wow! Uh, luckily, luckily, the DNA that was preserved from her has pointed to two suspects. Oh, wow! Yep. So you talk about a total one hundred and eighty turnaround uh-huh. there, and you know, hopefully, get the right person. Right. Hopefully, get the right person and gives a, you know give a new closure to the family. Right. Of uh, Miss Graham. Yeah, we're talking with attorney Richard Alexander here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Trust Alexander Law is the website, trustalexanderlaw.com, and a longtime friend of the program here and a legal analyst for us. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about, we, we, we had mentioned as well, the cyber kid, the whole issue with that. Yeah. Haven't heard anything yet, but it's probably no. still in uh, the uh, discovery phase. Yeah, I haven't either. You know, again, the state attorney, the Hillsborough County state attorney has decided to keep this case in-house, keep it close. When clearly, you know, it's it's a federal. It should be a federal case, right? Because the feds, you know, they have the money and the will and the uh, the manpower, the expertise to, you know, with cybersecurity affecting, you know, potentially, you know, billions of people on on the planet. Yeah. But uh, he decided to keep it in house in the election year of For 20, fame. Yeah, in the election year of twenty twenty, yeah. where he's not running unopposed. And yeah, you know, it's going to be interesting because they're going to have to go through the discovery phase. Wow. You know, like anything else. And I would imagine that discovery is going to be extensive on this, considering, um, again, I, I think there are two other players on this, and one of them is a British citizen. Oh, wow. And the other one, I believe, again, this is what I've read. So co-conspirators, that, yeah, et cetera. And another one is uh, actually is an employee of Twitter. Ah, yeah. You had to have an inside. Yeah, you remember that? Somebody with the code or something. Right. And I, I think, again, this is everything I've read about it because I was fascinated when this happened. Yeah. That evidently the uh, the kid that was arrested had some compromising, you know, information on this Twitter employee. Ooh. And that's why he capitulated. Right. And, you know, told him how to get into the, the, the accounts of, you know, high-profile celebrities. Wow. Like Elon Musk, for instance, and Barack Obama. And so Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, talk about a movie to be made. That's, uh, that's a yeah. good movie of the week. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's an interesting. So you also have something major happening right now. You got back to school. Kids oh, started back. They're going back. Some are already back. Uh, teachers Union versus the governor. Let's save it for the next segment, okay? Sure. 
So we're going to come back. Richard Alexander here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Going to frame that up for you to talk about you know what's happening in the state of Florida, the big debate between should the kids come back? Is it is it wrong because the teachers are going to be put into a position, a vulnerable position? And I just keep looking at the stats of, you know, hey, you have a 99% chance of not dying from this COVID thing. So uh, stay with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Taco Bell employee saves man's life in drive-thru as well. That's our feel-good story of the day. And we'll be right back after this short break. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372, online at ConsumerQB.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253. Free CMA and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Brandon Rhymes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to offer a rent versus own analysis to anyone renting. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to our consumer advocate hotline, 813-670-7372. Text the word rent in the amount of rent that you're paying to 813-670-7372. We're going to hook you up with a rent versus own analysis and break it down how easy we can get you into home ownership with 100% financing options available. ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, giving a shout-out to Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show is Brothers Easy Moving. Whether you're planning a local or long-distance move, reach out to Brothers Easy Moving. They do a great job moving our real estate clients, and I can tell you from firsthand experience, it was a first-class organization. Brothers Easy Moving, let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. And we've got a hot listing at 422 Wildwood Way. This is in Bel Air, Pinellas County, close to the beaches, also surrounded by multiple pro-style golf courses. Great opportunity to own real estate right here, a two-story home. Just reduced $5,000 as well, did a $5,000 price improvement on that property as well. 4214 Peaceful Lane in Lando Lakes. This is another development opportunity. Eight lots, five of which are right on the waterfront. This is waterfront lots available on a 90-acre ski lake. Owners motivated. Great opportunity. 4214 Peaceful Lane in Lando Lakes. Check out all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, so a Taco Bell employee in Clarksville, Tennessee, is a, is being held a hero for saving a customer's life after he passed out in the drive-thru. About 40 minutes into her shift, Sonia Frazier and her co-workers noticed that a drive-thru line had come to a complete halt. 
quote, we were seeing cars and hearing the bell go off, but nobody was coming through the drive-thru, said Frazier. And then one of my managers looked out the camera and just saw the car parked there the wrong way and blocking the way. And one of the coworkers went outside to investigate and saw a man leaned over in the seat of a van. He's passed out. And I yelled to another employee, call the ambulance, Frazier said. And we opened the door. He was blue. I said to him, uh, put him on his left side. His hands and fingertips were blue. I found a pulse, but it was weak. Frazier immediately flipped him over and began performing CPR while uh, taking to the man and telling, talking to the man and telling him that everything was going to be okay. Approximately 11 minutes of CPR, first responders arrived at the scene and took over. And quote, I don't look at myself as a hero. I just did what I was supposed to do. There you go. Taco Bell coming through right there. And uh, good story, feel-good story, saving a man's life right here uh, in our feel-good story of the day. All right, we got attorney Richard Alexander in studio. we got a, a great conversation going around, things happening in the legal profession. He is a local attorney here uh, in Tampa Bay, can help out with the different, uh, different types of law as well. Uh, Richard, we were going to talk about the uh, teachers' union versus uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, basically. This oh, is kind yeah. of rolling out right now. Oh, my God. Yeah, that ruling came out uh, three days ago on the 24th. And if you know a little bit about it, what happened was the Florida, the largest Florida teachers union sued the governor, along with the uh, education commissioner, which is Richard Corcoran. And the, the main reason was really a two-prong attack from the teachers union, which is the plaintiffs in this case. And they sued up in Tallahassee. And one of the issues was that, you know, when they actually issued a mandate that brick and mortar has to be open to the children, and this was a, you know, this was a statewide mandate. They felt that was unconstitutional because has to provide a safe and, you know, secure location. And that has to be for everybody, you know, not just the, 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 the kids, but the teachers as well. And they overstepped their authority by doing that in violation of the Florida Constitution. And the other... Allegedly, or that's proven? Well, no, that, well, the judge ruled in their favor. Okay, in the okay. plaintiff's favor? Correct, the uh-huh. teacher's union, okay. And the other part was that... You know, there was a mandate that was also issued that, well, if you don't have brick and mortars open, then you're not going to be entitled to funds. Right. That's the flip side. Yeah. And for Hillsborough County, we were talking over $20 million a month. Wow. Because I don't know if you know this, but Hillsborough County is one of the biggest teachers, uh, one of the biggest districts in the country. I've heard that from the fire chief. And it's the, and the, it's yeah, massive. Lots of different folks coming on. So, you know, so it's interesting. So, so frame this up for us then. You know, so what's the decision to be made? Well, the decision has already been made. It was made on the 24th by the judge out of Tallahassee in Leon County. And uh, he basically said that the order violates the Constitution in part. Mm. And what he meant by that was, you know, I'm not going to rule on every issue, but I will say is this, that the school districts are in the better position to decide for their districts mm. as to how they're going to conduct the school system and then the, or the school year. And also, because they are teaching the kids online, regardless of what the school districts decide, that withholding of funds, you know, that's unconstitutional. Right. Because in essence, yeah, in essence, what it is, is a type of extortion. It is. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. So and and honestly, there's not a school district in this country that can go without 20 million dollars a month. Yeah, that's a lot. It's an extraordinary number. So it, it seems like there's somewhere in the middle here there's going to be a nice solution. And, and I just thought that we were kind of moving that way. Some kids learn better in the classroom. Let's no space them out as little bit as we can. Let's have them wear the mask. And, again, I just keep going back to, though, every time we start debating how bad this is, you know, I just look at the, 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 the death rate is extremely low for this virus. And 
you know, to me, it's just overplayed. It's a political game. It's the it's the political football of the election year. So I just look at what's the worst case scenario. Okay, so if you're by the way, the average death was seventy nine is what I've seen last mm-hmm. seen right seventy nine years old. Okay, and if you're not in great shape, you know, so it gets into this whole thing of. We, we're, we're catering to the very small minority of people Correct. that could be affected, right. and you're affecting all these big bunch of groups of people, you know, and you're inconveniencing others. You put a lot of businesses out. So, I, you know, I get – I understand definitely both sides of the equation, though. I'm just wondering how it's going to shake out. What do you see happening? Yeah, look, you know, it's, it's not one of those instances where it's a zero-sum game. You know, like the Super Bowl, you have to have a winner and you have to have a loser. Right. When, a, you know, clock's zero, zero, zero. You know, this is not one of those one of those things, right? You know, and I think no one's going to win on this, yeah. Because if you, I don't know if you know this, but there was a local attorney that was doing free wills for teachers. Mm. Have you heard about that? Oh wow, he was actually PR advertising. Stuff. Yeah, well, and it worked. You know, yeah. some teachers took advantage of it. Yeah, I'm going to do my will. <laughs> you know, because yeah, I'm serious. I know, and the <laughs> local attorney says I'll do it for free. You know, and if you want to do your will with me, you know, by all means, I'll do it for you. Yeah. But you know, it's it's things like that. You know, I, yeah. I understand. I understand their rea- their perception. I I get it. I understand yeah. it, like you just said. But what's the solution? I don't know. There are kids that clearly need to be in class, especially kids with you know special needs, like they're on the spectrum. Um, exactly. They, they have to have that one. Kids that can't hardly eat. They don't hardly get their meals unless they go to get that school lunch, that hot lunch. Well, you to know. piggyback on that, like you yeah. just said, Brandon, you know, breakfast, lunch, you know, they depend on the schools to provide that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know if you recall, but over the summer, um, a lot of the schools were just handing out lunches to the kids, you know, during the end of the school year because they weren't getting lunch any other way. Yeah, you know, the other thing, Richard, by the way, let me reset real quick. Richard Alexander here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, Alexander Law. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. In case you just joined us, we're talking about uh, the teachers' union versus Governor Ron DeSantis, the whole debate about going back to school. But, yeah, if we keep kids out of school, we're not educating them, we're forcing them to maybe go online, they're not going to learn as well. The last thing we need is the dumbing down of the next generation. <laughs> yeah, know, with, the, with social media, the stuff they're already doing. And then, by the way, didn't we just vote an increase on ourselves in taxes? Yes, we, Hillsborough County did. Last year. So that's Absolutely. my point. That's my point there is we can't afford any, any more dumbing down of our American uh, system. The, one of the things that really concerns and bothers me is that if you've ever been to a teacher's classroom that teaches science, okay, the classroom is a science experiment. Right. They have, I mean, they, they spend their own money. Yeah. They, they decorate their classrooms. Their classrooms are full of experiments. Yep. They're in the cupboards. They're in the closets. They're everywhere. And you cannot have that on online. Yeah, bunks and burners. It's not possible. Exactly. Yeah. You know, with all different types of experiments, with all different types of chemicals, and it's it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's a good not point. Well, you know, and uh, I don't know what the solution is, but I, I I agree with you that we're talking about less than one percent. Yeah. You know, I mean, less than one percent. Really, think yeah. about that. That's a staggering number. Yeah. It's in the you know, like point zero five over a hundred. I just feel like there there needed to be like a press conference in the you know at some point and just says kind of like the one coach that said we're talking about practice. Yeah, we're talking. You know, yeah. we're talking about pra- we're talking about less than one percent. You yeah. know, and just uh, it, it to me it's just it's unreal. But then the, the counter argument: some people are going to say, well, yeah, you know, but if you, if you did get it and then you had this condition, you got worse and this got worse and then it affected all the other things. Okay, well, you know, keep yourself in better shape. Take your vitamins. Take your supplements, take your zincs, eat a proper diet. Don't go through the drive-thrus like you know you do. You know, personal responsibility is my point. 
Yeah, and I, I, nobody wants our children to become incubators and bring it home. Obviously, nobody wants that. That, that right. would be insane because you bring it home to people that are maybe you know more susceptible. Exactly. You know, and, and I get that side of it, but yeah. you know, fortunately, and I'm going to put that in quotes. You know, our our children missed out on the last two and a half months of school in the previous school year, mm-hmm. and during this whole summer, our children have been trained to wear masks, to use you know the hand sanitizers, to use all of that. So I got to. I have to rely on our kids just having a little better sense. Yeah. The teachers being in a much better position to say, "Listen, this is not acceptable." Yep. And you know, just let the educators educate. But I don't know if that could be done. On, I, I'm confident in certain disciplines that cannot be done online. Yeah. And the college kids, I just heard more and more about it. Hey, no groups of ten, not even ten. Right. You know, no group. And people are starting to get expelled from school now because they got I, I read they about went to that. a party or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, come on, what are, what are we doing there? You know, it's it's a little bit of an overreach. We got about a minute left. Give us your top tips, nuggets of advice, parting words of wisdom, my friend. Well, the one thing, because I am an educator, I've been I'm actually I'll be on campus next week. But the one thing I always tell my my students is, uh, you know, knowledge is power. You know, don't just take one source. Reach out, do your research. Okay, then come to an informed decision. You know, don't let anybody dictate for you what you think. You know, the, the sheep mentality, the herd mentality, mm-hmm. I, I despise that above all else. Just do your own research and come to your own conclusion. And you can be as passionate as you want to be, but have facts to back up your passion. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Richard Richard Alexander, attorney Richard Alexander, Alexander Law, TrustAlexanderLaw.com. And, of course, we had a great show as well. Diane Vance was on the show earlier, Fairway Independent Mortgage. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals, talks a lot about the real estate industry, things happening. Pending sales are up big time. People are moving away from a lot of the uh, more metropolitan areas, the more urban areas. They're moving out of those things happening uh, over to the suburbs. A lot of things happening here uh, in the United States right now, of course, is thanks to our wonderful election cycle. So, uh, Richard, hey, another great show. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate all the uh, my, no, it's my pleasure, great man. nuggets I'm, of advice there. I'm always humble. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community and perpetuate the good out there. Do something kind for one another. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow us online at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page. And, of course, the Platinum MVP team. Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for The Consumer Quarterback Show.